Hi, this is Kathy Pease, your host for Indian Prairie Podcast. In today's episode, we'll have a conversation about an exciting new program called The World of Work. This is a program that provides early exposure for children to both self and career exploration in this ever-changing world. very inspiring man named Ed Hildago believed that through exploring careers and learning about their own strengths, interests, and values, students will know there's a place for them in the world of work. There's so much to talk about on this topic that we have divided it into two conversations. Today, we'll talk about the RISEC model and helping students understand their own strengths, interests, and values. Joining us today, we've invited two educators who are helping us implement this world of work in our district. Welcome, Tara and Brian. Will you please introduce yourselves? Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm Tara Nordstrom. I teach at Kalashaw Elementary, second grade. Brian Jovenini, Director of Innovation for Indian Prairie 204. Great. And can we just start by talking about the RIASEC model and what that is, what that means? Absolutely. So um, the RIASEC model helps the students figure out their strengths. So there's six different parts of the RIASEC. There's realistic, investigative, artistic, social, enterprising, and conventional. So these are the six different categories that students get to explore um, to figure out what they're really good at and what they may not be so good at. And I think that's just equally as important for the students to figure out. Yeah, the uh, the RISEC model provides a nice uh, opportunity for students to explore all those things uh, throughout the K-5 and K-8 uh, experience. Students can do a lot of different things to explore what that might look like and what we've told students and teachers and parents that those interests might change along the pathway, and that's okay. Um, Tara and other teachers across the district have done some amazing things to expose students to experiencing what that might look like. And in the other podcast, we talked about the career connections to it all, but just being able to what does that mean? What am I, am I good at it? Do I like it? What do I value? And all those things kind of coming together to really give an experience for students so they can better understand themselves and what they, what they value. Let's dig into that a little bit more. And Tara, we just started the school year. We're well, middle of October. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how you introduce that to your students? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Cajon Valley has these awesome like short minute videos for each one. So that's how I introduced it to the students, just showed those videos, and then we had conversations of what they noticed for each part of the RIASEC. Um, so exposing them to the vocabulary because they have not had it yet. Um, eventually, as they continue to have it when other teachers are doing it, that exposure won't be needed as much. Um, so after that, we talked about, okay, just based on what each one has, uh, different characteristics, how does that fit you, or what do you think are your top three? Um, and then we dive into having RISEC parties. So basically, it's dif different stations. So at each station, they're doing something different. So for realistic, that's like hands-on. I've had them building with Legos. Investigative, those are like our thinkers. So I've had like puzzles. Um, artistic, our creators. So things like painting. For social, those are our helpers. So I've had like a stuffed animal, and they're like taking care of the stuffed animal, helping the stuffed animal. Um, enterprising, these are our persuaders, so they've created like their own toy and how to like basically sell it to someone. And then, yeah, lastly, we had conventional, so our organizers, so just like putting a bunch of writing utensils together and saying, okay, how would you organize this? And then once they do it one way, can you do it another way? So it's been really fun. Um, 
each time we do it, I do something different so they don't think, okay, Legos is just realistic. I like Legos, so I'm realistic. So I try to switch it up so they understand, like, there's different things that fit into each part of the RIASEC. I've also seen a nice, uh, some teachers do some nice things as they've exposed students to what these themes are. Um, as they're going through their studies, they're start, when they're reading ELA characters in books, like, tell me about this character and what, what, do they, what are their interests? Where do you see them on the Ryasek model? And we've seen some nice conversations from that and being able to connect that into different um, curricular opportunities as well. So it's not only understanding themselves, it's also that STL component too. Now I'm understanding others. Uh, last year, uh, one of our robotics teams had their uh, team kind of identify their Ryasek themes, and they didn't do any grouping by it, but at the end of the year, she goes, I really noticed the teams that had a mixture of different strengths and interests on their team, as opposed to the teams that had the same ones in there and how they function and how they work together. So it was kind of a nice uh, connection to introducing it, having students become self-aware of it themselves, and then understanding what others around them also um, are interested in. Yeah, I noticed that in your classroom last year, Tara, that um, not only did students know their own, but they also knew some of their friends. And it was really okay um, that somebody was different. And can you explore that a little bit and tell me how that played out in your classroom for us? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really cool once the students start to realize what they are, and then they can like help each other if someone has a strength in artistic and maybe someone's better at the social aspect. They can partner up and maybe um, figure out how to do a group project and, okay, this person is going to do the pictures in the book we're making or this person's going to be better at organizing how we're going to do everything. So they're able to see the differences but then see how they can work well together. It's very powerful. And as Brian said, that SEL component of this is super strong um, as you look to see how the kids use it. Let's uh, just clarify. So when you do a RISEC party, students aren't just identifying one thing. Correct. So it's it does take about an hour. I do like 10 minutes at each station. So I tell them, you might not like the activity at this station, but I want you to give it a try. Because you might think you might not like it, but once you start doing it, you'll actually end up liking it. So um, I have them do all stations, and then we discuss after, okay, what did you like? Why did you like it? Um did something surprise you when you were exploring? Um, so they're really able to self-reflect on what fits them. And they don't just stay an R, right, Brian? Like there's a combination and things like that. No, even if we think about ourselves and how over time, if I look back at myself in fifth grade and where did I fall in the right, it probably definitely changed. And even from a year ago, it might have evolved from interacting with different people or things that I've experienced and just kind of honing in on some of those things, you know, we're, we're amazing people who adapt and change our interests over time. And I think that's okay. But finding, being able to better understand that about ourselves, I think is important because it helps us fulfill life and be happy. Brian, I know that most of these are a combination. Most careers involve a combination in order to be successful or to be interested in them. But can you give us an example of a career at each one of those letters so that we can better understand how that works? Absolutely. I think one of the things you highlighted was definitely that every career is going to pull on different ones, but one may take a lead in it. Uh, for example, at kindergarten, the R is police officer, the I is doctor. Uh, if you go to first grade, artistic is technical writer, social is nurse, enterprising is a florist. And then as you kind of progress through the K-5 sequence, you'll start to see more things in the R side of radiologist 
or auto mechanic. Uh, for investigative, you'll see geographer, zoologist. Uh, so, so, um, and then for the artistic, you'll see a reporter, a librarian, a graphic designer, a musician, or social, a fitness trainer, a park naturalist, dietitian, and an enterprising. You're going to look at more of your sales, your enterprising. So you can see just by the title some of the things that might pull from each one of those Ryasek themes. Uh, but as you mentioned ahead, just because it falls into one, it's going to hit others along the way. And if we just think of ourselves as teachers, all the ways in which we hit with the different Ryasek themes, we probably lead with social or um, that side of it a little bit just because we're helping with kids and a little bit of the... Um, but at the same time, you're also selling a lot of things. You're selling you're selling your instructional design to other colleagues and students on a daily basis. So you hit a lot of different things. So look, we've started a little bit of talking about why is this so good for our students. But can we dig into that a little bit about um, how does knowing their strengths help them? So I think one of the first things to highlight is, I know there's some research behind this, but as we fast forward for a student moving into their career, I know we're not talking about the career side of it right now, but we just think about professionals and who we are, if we can align our career opportunities to what we are interested in, what we're good at, and what we value, it aligns to job satisfaction, um, career development, your income, and just being happy on the job. You come to work happy, you leave work happy, your, your life satisfaction just significantly increases. So I think that's a big component of it all, just being able to understand who you are so that you can yeah, I completely agree. Like figuring out those strengths, interests, and values. If you don't value working with other people, you're not going to want a job that's working with a lot of people. Like just you figuring those things out will help you figure out what you want to do in the future. And also, it's so important to focusing on these strengths, interests, values because there's so many jobs that aren't even created yet. But if you know these three things, then you might create a job in the future just based on off of what you're good at and what you're interested in. So I think that's so important, just not knowing what's in the future to focus on those things in yourself to help you figure that out later down the line. I think that's what we're trying to do with this K5, K8, K12 experience of giving kids the opportunity to experience, interact with these themes, with their strengths, their interests, helping them evolve it, and then starting to make some connections to courses and so they can be successful moving forward. It really connects to our castle competencies and that self-awareness and management responsible decision-making. But I also think for a teacher, um, having not only the kids know what they value and working together or not working together and those kinds of things may help with your instructional practices as well. That's very true. Yeah. I and mean, like, that's why I feel like as a teacher, you need to be flexible because some kids work better by themselves. Some work better in a group. Um, so just knowing those things even when they're coming in from the year before, if we knew those things, it would be huge um, to like build on those relationships and figure out how I can connect to my students best and build off of those strengths and interests and values. 100% agree. And the same as a parent, it's just being able to identify your kids at home and helping them be successful and structure some things that they're doing to align with that, what they're interested in. But I think it's a, and also educators and being able to understand what you value and what you're interested in, how do we work together and what does that look like? Because I think uh, it's a huge component to what we do and we're all working together. There might be some things that I'm, you know, I, you know, I really don't love this. It's part of the, but I'm finding a lot of opportunities to do the things that I do love. And so I hope we are giving kids that up. 
And it's okay to ask somebody who does enjoy that to help you out a little bit. I do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about where we are now with the implementation of this. So we've had an awesome opportunity to have Ed Hidalgo and his team come out last year to expose a number of principals and teachers to the World Work Framework and to really understand what it is and why it's important. And we've allowed them to kind of build their internal why, but at the same time starting to look like, all right, what? Is, how does this look in our district in 204? So Tara and the Kalashat team have been huge um, leaders in this field, as well as some other teachers across the district. So now we're just exposing more teachers to it, more students to it, and kind of moving forward with it. Yeah, so last year when I was introduced the summer before, um, I immediately jumped on it with uh, Michelle Heben Street, and we co-taught a lot last year with this. Um, we only were able to cover three of the careers, but now that I felt I feel more confident with it and more exposed, um, the goal is to get all six careers in this year. And um, also, just like I've been talking to it with colleagues at, at my school, just stressing how important this is and how amazing this is for the students, So like you said, just getting more teachers on board and um, moving from there. So at the end of every month, Tara and some other teacher leaders across the district are going to lead some professional learning for teachers who are interested to kind of go through that experience of the what and the why of World of Work. And then we'll kind of get them set up with the World of Work framework and the resources and what that looks like in their classroom. And the reason why we're um, very thankful for Tara and those other teacher leaders is because they're doing it firsthand and showing what it looks like in their classroom. That's one of the things that we keep getting asked, how do I get started? Well, let me tell you how I did. (laughs) It may not work for you, but this is how I did it. We've had some really, really good conversations to help uh, teachers kind of onboard themselves. And it's been really important for us, for teachers who want to do it, to know that it's not a program, um, but it's the understanding of why is so important in implementing it. Uh, Many things that we do, you can pick up and just, there's direct teaching in it, it's a script or things like that. This is something where we really want um, people who want to invest the time in this to understand the why behind it, because it just leads to better implementation. And I think that's something that um, we've been impressed with, with the teachers who have started it, is really grasping onto that why and implementing it that way. Um, And I think that's something that I that you will continue to help foster um, as we move forward. So moving forward, I know, Brian, you said that we've got opportunities at the end of every month for teachers who are interested to come and talk about it. What are some other plans that we have um, in order to help people who would like to implement? So uh, I'm going to take one step back to help some teachers who are kind of already immersed in it and been trained and gone through that. We have one coming up in November just to allow them to brainstorm some ideas and share that out with it. We also have some resources available uh, for teachers just to kind of look at the big the big idea of what World of Work is so that they can, before they reach out to say, I'd like to go to this, at least have a initial understanding of what the world of work is and how it can be good for their students. So those are two things that we're kind of going through to help help people. And then, but at the same time, those teacher leaders in those buildings have done some awesome things of like talking, sharing, what does it look like? How, why, how has it been good for my kids and talking through that? I also think Twitter is an awesome resource. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing like, I follow a lot of teachers from Cajon now just to like get new ideas and even like different teachers doing it in our district because um, everyone has their own spin on things. So it's been a great resource um, to connect with other teachers that are doing it as well. 
So as we look to the future, we can think about um, at K through five, if we help students understand and look at that RIASEC model, understand their strengths, what kinds of things are they interested in? Do they like to work with other people? Do they not like to work with other people? And they're to get a handle on what some of those values might be. And then we move into middle school and we open up some of those electives for kids to explore a little bit. And then high school, um, looking at those pathways, this is a really nice systemic approach to helping students prepare for that workforce. Absolutely. It just makes sense of giving kids the success that they need. We keep talking about the future of work. And I think Tara already mentioned the, the we don't know what those jobs might be like, but building that K-12 experience uh, can only be helpful for students as we prepare them for the unknown of what might be out there. But really highlighting those skills and being uh, being uh, allowing them to understand who they are. Um, I also think it's so important, too, to start them out in kindergarten. I know some People are hesitant and they won't get it, but um, they do get it. Like I'm in primary and the conversations that these students are having and self-reflecting is amazing. So starting them out so young, I think, is so important because some people don't think about their careers till high school when they have to go to college and then figure out what they have to do and start kind of getting anxious because they're not sure. But I think if you start them out at such a young age, they're going to feel so much more prepared and ready to move on to college or the workforce right away, whatever that might be, um, which I think is huge. I agree. I agree. And this connects to so many of the things that we want for our kids as far as knowing themselves and being comfortable in who they are and understanding um, that they have a place um, in this world. So I'd like to we could talk about this forever. Um, it's going to be a very long podcast, but for today, um, I'd like to thank both Brian and Tara for your time today. Um, we really appreciate it. Do you have any final thoughts? Mine is to Tara and the entire Kalashaw team and all of our teacher leaders who have done so much and feel a little bit along the way, but learned so much and shared their experience uh, and the power of Twitter and across the district and collaborating with the school district all the way across the country has been very powerful. So thank you to you and to all the other ones. Yeah, thank you for having me today. Um, just final thoughts. I think this is such an amazing program. Um, I wish I had it when I was a student growing up. Um, I just think it's so amazing for the students to figure out those strengths, interests, and values and prepare themselves for their futures. Well, thank you both very much. We really appreciate it. We'd also like to give a special thanks to Janet Bulio and Clayton Urbanic for making this podcast happen. If you've enjoyed this conversation or we've piqued your interest a little bit, we have many opportunities for you to learn more about it. Please just email at support at IPSD.org and someone from our team will reach out to you. I know that a lot of our teachers who are doing the world of work have opened up their classrooms. Uh, sometimes seeing it is even more powerful, so we'd be happy to connect you with that. Thank you for your time today. We hope you enjoyed being a part of the conversation.